0: Welcome back, folks, to the footyjumpers.com podcast. My name is Rob, and with me
1: is my co-host, Lockie. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the footyjumpers.com podcast. So last week, we were looking at two of the newer clubs, the GWS Giants and Gold Coast Suns. So obviously, there's not... A whole lot of data that we had to go through for those ones, and I think there's a bit of a comparison here, as you know, as you would probably be aware, if you're quite handy with your alphabet, that we've got H up next. So we're looking H. at Hawthorne, who are about, gee, well, probably about a hundred years older than those last two yeah. clubs we were just looking at. Is that about it right? One hundred years, a bit yeah, more, a bit, yeah, a bit more than that. So, yeah, so there's a bit more, a bit, more a bit more to go,
0: to go
1: through. <laughs> um, But yeah, I think. We we'll probably just jump straight into the the start. And I'm thinking we'll get into the history and sort of a bit of context around how the Brown and Golds became the Brown and Golds.
0: Yeah, rightio. Well, well, to start with, there have been a few different Hawthorne footy clubs uh, the 1870s, the 1880s. They all, uh, there were different footy clubs that were representing the city of Hawthorne. Uh, the most recent, before this Hawthorne, sort of finished up around uh, 1899. And that was a, a club called Riverside that changed their name to Hawthorne and then not long later went out of business. Uh, I think they changed their name to Hawthorne to try and attract players. And so there were various district clubs that uh, in 1902 formed uh, to, to make the Hawthorne Footy Club that is still going along today. Originally, like most clubs that started up in that sort of era, they just wore blue jumpers. Uh, In this case, they differentiated themselves by wearing red and white braces. And from what I have been told... um, a a nod to Peter Haby from the Hawthorne Museum, Uh, but Peter was aware that the um, opponents used to pull on those braces. So we're not actually sure whether it lasted the whole of the 1902 season or some of the 1902 season, but certainly by the beginning of the next year, they dropped the braces completely and they were no longer part of the description of the jumper. They were just blue. Uh, So.
1: Yeah, that would be nice. So, what's that? Because of the purchase, when you get it from a tackle, is that what you're saying?
0: Oh, just just anybody that you know. If you were um, if you were about to make a lead from the forward line, and you thought you know your your teammate's got the ball, he's charging out of the centre, he's about mm. to put a pass up to the forward line, and you're about to take off, and some guy grabs hold of your braces, makes it a little bit more difficult to. Continue on the lead, so yeah, I could imagine. Yeah, that. so so they didn't like. It was probably a good idea at the time, uh, not all that great in execution. So, yeah, so they proved to be um, well, short-lived. So, yeah, yeah, so they right. moved on, and then the other thing. Well, they were in the uh, MJFA, the Metropolitan Junior Football Association. That means it's junior to the other football associations, not that it was juniors, like we would think of, only that the competition itself was junior to the, you know, so it was played by adults. Um, that mm-hmm. competition eventually is today's VAFA. So effectively, they were in the AMOs from their, uh, from their start. They merged with one of the other amateur teams that realistically were a bit stronger than them, and that was Burundara. And they took Burundara's colors, not going to imagine that they're going to ever wear this as one of their retro jumpers, black with a red sash, or the Burundara colors. So oh, yeah. so the Hawks ran around for seven seasons in a black jumper with a red sash. And um, yeah, as I say, they kept the Hawthorne name and uh, adopted the Burundara colors. Then a few years later, they did the same thing again. And at this point, they were realistically looking to join the VFA and looking to become a strong club. So they merged with another club called Hawthorne Rovers, who wore dog jumpers with a blue V. And so they again took the the jumpers of another club. And kept the Hawthorne name going, you know, moving forward. Realistically, the, if they were to join the VFA, they would have never been able to join in those days as uh, Hawthorne Rovers or Burundara because they weren't officially cities, whereas Hawthorne was a city. So, you know, city of Port Melbourne, city of Preston, it's city of Brunswick. You had to be an actual city to be in the VFA. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, so they merged with both of those, and then eventually, uh, 1914, they joined the VFA. Now, given that they just dropped the black jumpers with a red sash, they couldn't have worn them anyway because of Coburg, which was navy blue with a red sash, they couldn't wear the gold and blue because that clashed with Williamstown. So they were the first club to adopt brown. And so they had brown jumpers with a gold yoke, so they kept the gold from the old days, and then they had the HFC monogram uh, on the front of it.
1: So the first so, team to adopt Brown, why is that? Yeah. Why has um, that a question probably, sorry, that other teams haven't?
0: Yeah, the availability of dye is realistically yeah. the reason. And you might think you know, maybe there's the aesthetics of what brown actually looks like. But um, brown was regarded as a good colour. It was seen as a very clever choice because these jumpers were going to get dirty anyway because they're going to be playing footy in them. Uh, yeah. So they uh, are playing Glen Ferry Oval, which had a reputation for being muddy right up yeah. until they stopped using it. And so it was seen as a very clever choice to adopt brown with gold, taking the, some of the history with the gold yoke But, uh, yeah, the brown jumpers was like, oh, gee, we should have thought of that. But, um, (laughs) yeah, it's only in later years that people have perhaps seen it as a less favourable.
1: So, basically, there was two clubs and they sort of took a bit of both and then when they joined the VFA came up with their own sort of style based on that history. Yeah,
0: basically. Yeah, they picked a colour that nobody else was using. Because back in those days, uh, you had Northcote, I think, would have been in the VFA in those days. They wore green. There just weren't that many different colours, and brown was certainly one that nobody was using. So, um, wow. yeah, so that was that. So they wore brown with, uh, yeah, brown with a rounded gold yoke until they joined the VFL in 1925, and then they got themselves nice new jumpers, uh, which was uh, brown with a gold V, sort of going back to the Hawthorne Rovers look at least with the V and then the mm. monogram moved to the left chest or the left the left side
1: yeah.
0: which they wore in heritage round uh, I think not, uh, 2003 they wore that in their heritage jumper as their heritage thing. so 2003 and 4
1: yeah right
0: yeah, so, they, so they came back to it reasonably recently
1: yeah okay so that's taken us to the start of the VFL right so mm. now we're I guess official, if you want. So, no. I think now is probably also where it starts slowing down. Ironically, because uh, a
0: <laughs> little bit, yeah, after,
1: What it says a few years of the the V, and then we'll get into the stripes and.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, realistically, they tinkered with the uh, the brown with the gu- well. They tinkered with their jumpers. Uh, all the time but they didn't really make massive changes so yeah they're brown with a gold v in one season 1933 they changed it to gold with a brown v and then after one season changed it back to brown with a gold v but you know they at that point they dropped the monogram then a couple of years later they changed the collar and cuffs to gold then they changed it back changed it back to gold and collar and cuffs changed it back again so they sort Mm. of tinkered with it over the years I guess the 1933 Mustard Pots nickname um, is fairly famous and well-known um, amongst other things. You know, it's, well, I guess we can talk about the story, but um, it's a sad story that they uh, recruited a captain coach from St Kilda. His name was Fred Phillips. Uh, he was like the state centre back. You know, he's a good player uh, mm. and well, probably a good bloke too, but uh, he had a boil on his arm. And the boil burst, meaning it was an open wound. And officially, the dye from the hawthorn, the new hawthorn jumpers, the gold jumpers, had infected his like the open wound, and the poison had got into his bloodstream, and it actually killed him. So Jeez Fred God. Phillips died before the season even started. and uh, what was I say? the you know official, as official, as official as I can find it, um, you know, they were blaming the gold Hawthorne jumpers.
1: Wow. Was that the yeah. actual cause of death?
0: Septicemia, blood poisoning, yeah.
1: Wow, wow. Yeah.
0: Jeez. So, yeah, As um, I mean, if you're, so if you're interested, he was, his name is Fred Phillips. He's got his own Wikipedia page with all the links to the Sporting Globe article and the stuff from the 1933, you know, newspapers and stuff so yeah incredible but uh wow. yeah so sad story for him and um and the hawks but uh yeah as i say they maybe that was why they changed their jumpers back to the old <laughs> ones we don't know but uh yeah certainly wouldn't leave a good taste in your mouth um, no, having them around but, um,
1: they probably had less less uh less players killed in their brown jumpers
0: uh, yeah, yes it's uh, it's there probably aren't too many people. In the world that have been killed by a footy jumper, but uh, he would be the only one that I can think of. Yeah. But,
1: yeah, yeah. So right, we're um.
0: making light of something that was a serious
1: thing. Yeah, that's right. You just, time, you just, you so. just, you just don't even think that that could be possible. But well, that's know, that's, that's, and the thing, it's just that's the, the science biggest. and the reason. All that's just not there to have this information to know whether this can and will happen.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's true. So, so yeah, so that uh, that was the the brown with the gold jumpers. And then in 1950, they adopted brown and gold stripes. And guess what? They still wear brown and gold stripes today. So it's, it's not quite the GWS uh, Gold Coast story where they've worn the same jumper forever. But from 1950, <laughs> now having said that, they've still tinkered with it here and there. You know, they've, they started with white numbers. They went to a brown number panel with gold numbers, which you couldn't see. Uh, then they went to a white number panel with black numbers. Which, and I've heard one reason for this was for TV, because as I mentioned, Glenferry Oval got fairly muddy, and eventually they were those white number panels with black numbers were made out of plastic, and the mud wouldn't stick to the plastic number panels, and so you could always still see the numbers of the players. Now that's not always the case, and I've seen. Hawthorne jumpers, well, certainly eventually in the 70s, the white panel was just made into the the knit of the jumper. But, uh, yeah, at, at one point, that was um, seen as a very clever uh, thing to bring in was the white plastic number panels so you could always see the numbers of the players. Uh, 1975, they changed for colour TV, so they went to an all-gold back, and they had that, all the way up to 2005 and then 2006, they went back or they, they'd worn in heritage round. They'd worn the uh, jumper with the white number panel with the black numbers. And so mm. they went back to that as their full-time look. So sort of like a heritage thing, which they wore for six years. And now yeah. they've got the current look. So yeah,
1: with I mean. In 1950. i just go back a bit. So yeah. As they change to those stripes, do we know why they went to stripes from the V?
0: No, <laughs> no. Not at all. Uh, I mean, these are decisions that are made generally at board level. Usually, it's uh, we want to make a change in the club, you know, like new board, new executive—they would have called it at the time. Uh, yeah, you know, a new coach, maybe uh, a new direction, and so we're going to be out with the old, in with the new. And one of the things we're going to change is the look of the jumpers.
1: Yeah, right. And that
0: was one of the things, certainly the 30s was a big thing for that. Like some of the less successful clubs in that era changed their jumpers moving into the 30s. Um, Mm. I guess what had happened was they'd had the really tough era of the Depression, and as Australia started coming out, of the depression, and realistically, you know, they were starting to replace the jumpers that they bought in 1928 and 29 and had to wear in 1930, 31, 30, and so on. So, by the yeah. mid, early to mid 30s, they're actually having to replace their old jumpers, and they're like, Well, why don't we replace them with something? Um, Man, so yeah, something a little bit up. different, yeah. And so, Hawthorne's, um, Hawthorne had not been a successful club, certainly not the club we know them today, uh, when they started in the VFL, you know, right through to 1950. Um, having said that, they they really weren't that successful. You know, 1961, they won their first premiership. Uh, so, mm. you yeah, know, I guess it probably was the beginning of a change that ended up winning the flag 10, 11 years later.
1: Yeah, it is interesting because I think... With some of the other clubs that we've looked at that are older, there seems to be consistent kind of styles from back then. you got the sash or you got the stripes or you got the V, and it seems like one of them, these clubs kind of pick that style, these old styles, if you will, and then run with them. And then if there's a change, it's more of, for the modern style and more of the modern layout of the jumper, whereas Hawthorne seems like they've just changed from one old style to another old style and oh, then well, run with that yeah, forwards. I
0: mean, you're stuck with
1: what turns. you could knit into
0: a wool jumper. I mean, I mean they were knitted by machine, but that was it. I mean, you knitted a jumper and then you knitted a sash and then you sewed it on the jumper or you knitted stripes into the jumper. There wasn't, you know, you couldn't make a gradient of changing from brown to gold or anything like that. It was just... Yeah. Uh, what you could make on a knitting machine.
1: Yeah, that's right. And And it feels like a relatively big change as well for the time compared to what other clubs were doing.
0: It probably was. Um, North Melbourne, who joined the VFL at the same time, they'd moved from blue with a white V, which Hawthorne were brown with a gold V, they'd moved to blue and white stripes in the 30s when Hawthorne Mm. were going to the mustard pot. Um, I guess Footscray hadn't changed... At all, and didn't change. You know, they joined the VFL at the same time. But yeah, a few clubs were sort of starting to change the look of of what they look like in this era.
1: Yeah, right. St Kilmore changing
0: on a more frequent
1: of a basis, g- getting off of the the V into their own different style.
0: <laughs> well, true, true. Although at the time of them leaving the V, they were the uh, they in South Melbourne were the only ones that had a V. I mean, Melbourne had a yoke, but, yeah, you know, that was a V filled in. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, but even still, you know, the stripes, I, yeah, I think it was just an opportunity to brighten up the look of it. Maybe it was, you know, they thought they might be able to see their teammates better on the field. There's There's all sorts of things that people, creative marketing people will, you know, generate ideas so it could yeah. be a bunch of different reasons but i don't know of anything that's documented where someone said we're going to brown and gold stripes because of this they, yeah uh, yeah it's it's most likely uh, we want to change the way we see ourselves we're going to do something different let's go to stripes
1: Mm-mm. didn't need to conduct a two-year marketing sort of
0: yeah, full, right. uh, full yeah.
1: House suite. Yeah, yeah, do a full review this... internal, external, yeah, none yeah. of that business. We've done some it's market just... <laughs>
0: research and this jumper is very popular with
1: kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that yeah. whole business. None of that for Hawthorne. It's just no. probably it's probably the CEO and someone else in a pub and they've said, yeah, we'll change it to this.
0: Oh, oh, most likely, yeah. And that's how a lot of those decisions were made. Now, um, yeah, not saying Hawthorne's necessarily done that, but I know other clubs yeah. where they've... Uh, other clubs have had competitions. We, we're going to get a new jumper. Bring, send us all of your design ideas, and people mm. would write in with all of their design ideas drawn out, showing them this is what they look like, and they went wow. with their own design. They didn't choose anyone. So yeah, <laughs> that's uh, yeah. We we'll get to that when we get to the Footscray edition.
1: So Footscray Western Bulldogs. So, yeah, true. But that's a different story. Um back to the home jumpers then so obviously as you mentioned we sort of had that plastic panel to help with the tv the mud Mm -hmm. didn't stay on it we can sort of keep the numbers seen throughout the game so from there what's probably been sort of one or two biggest changes because obviously it's the majority is the same but any any other points in their home jumpers in the years following
0: Uh, i guess you know, I've, I mean, it, you can get as detailed as you like. Uh, for me, you know, when they first went to the printed polyester sublimated jumpers in 98 was really the, you know, the first year where everyone was wearing them. Uh, they were more yellow than they were gold just because of the dye that they were using. And that really didn't change much till probably 2003, 2004. And then... Yeah, so now they're they're very clearly gold and brown again, and they you know they must work with uh, their apparel sponsor was Adidas, but I think it's ISC now. Uh, so yeah, they work with their their apparel manufacturer to make that a thing. But realistically, no, there hasn't been a great deal of change. Um, you know, you mm. could probably say, well, the year that they had the white panel sewn into the jumper, where. You, if you've got a game-worn Hawthorne jumper, it, it, it's a physically white part of the wool or acrylic uh, that you know, that makes up the jumper. But, um, yeah, I yeah. mean, brown and gold stripes, brown and gold stripes, that's on the front and back. That's it. That's what they had, um, I or suppose, the socks. what is it?
1: On it it the belt back. Belt socks. You got say sorry. as well. On, oh, sorry, on the back of the jumper. I mean, I mean well, we mentioned the panels, but also how the stripes run. On the back of the oh, jumper,
0: the template. You're right. The template yeah. is an excellent point. So one of my bugbears is, um, well, effectively the, the cut of the jumper or the the way that it's you know laid out and put together is called the template. And the the thing I despise, the thing I don't like about <laughs> certain manufacturers, one of them's Adidas, and what they do is they have a particular way that they are going to design or cut their jumpers. And so effectively what you've got is an Adidas jumper in Hawthorne colours because Hawthorne mm. are brown and gold stripes, and this has got the stripes cut off. It's got these yellow gold side panels. It's not – it just isn't – and then depending on – um the width of the player to be uh, to be polite, yeah. and delicate. Uh, uh, well, the smaller players wear a small size jumper. The larger players wear a large or extra large jumper. And so, the, where that where those panels meet the stripes changes from one player to the next. So Willie mm. Rioli's jumper, uh, Cyril Rioli, Willie Rioli played for someone else. Cyril Rioli's yeah. jumper when he was playing for Hawthorne, um had. Virtually no stripes at the bottom of the jumper because he was a little fella in a small jumper, whereas yeah. um, some of the larger players, um, yeah, you know, Ben McAvoy, he obviously wore an extra large jumper, and hmm. he had he had proper stripes. So yeah. the uniforms weren't uniform in that case. You know they weren't yeah. the same. It's just oh, it just looked terrible. And yeah, as I say, and realistically, it's a hawthorne coloured. Adidas jumper is what they were, and and that's sort of going from twenty fifteen to twenty eighteen. All of those jumpers, uh, yeah, I never really liked any of them. It.
1: No, it's yeah, it's not a good look, is it? In the cut off.
0: No, but um, but look, we will move on if I'm, yes. if we may to because anyway. you've 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 used an expression there, not a good look, and <laughs> this is where we get to the away jumpers, the promotional jumpers. And, um, well, as someone who's been doing footyjumpers.com for over 20 years, I get drawn into generally online discussions, but sometimes discussions in various places of of you know, public houses, et cetera. And people will talk about what is the worst footy jumpers of all time. And without doubt, Hawthorne have made... A billboard contribution to the worst jumpers (laughs) of all time debate and conversation. Um if we go to the and well, and realistically, they're away jumpers. They've they've hit some home runs, but some of them are just well, one of them in particular is, you know, as I say, is in the running of one of the worst jumpers of all time. And Mm -hmm. that is gonna be their 2015, 2016. Power Ranger Flash Jumper, and so not
1: sure yeah, if you've seen that anytime recently. It's a
0: it is worse than you could believe. Now, having said that, uh, the another really? which we just yeah. mentioned, what I don't like is Adidas jumpers. I'll say jerseys because this is this was in the 2014 season, Chelsea's third strip in the Premier League, obviously in Chelsea colours. So Chelsea wore this, wore a black version of the exact same design in Chelsea colours of black, gold and white. And this, and then Hawthorne trotted it out with white, brown and uh, I guess old gold. Is that what you call that? Let's say it is. Let's be delicate and say it is. It's... um, Gee. And not only that, the white itself, wasn't. it was this super shiny white as well. It wasn't just your average white footy jumper. It was um. It was something else. And <laughs> so, now having said that, uh, then you've also got the 2011 to 2014 Hawk, which is made up of four different drawings, but they're all in different proportions. So, like, the oh, head of gee. the Hawk... The head of the hawk is is only slightly smaller than the wings of the hawk, which is not how a hawk is built. Um, the head of the hawk is is larger than the tail of the hawk and the and the talons of the hawk, which is all that there is. There's no body on this hawk.
1: Yeah, um, it it, it is, looks quite literally like they've got the head of the hawk as a logo. You know, just the head of yeah, the hawthorn yeah, hawk, and they've yeah. got that, and then thought. Oh well we need some wings and a tail and some talons. Yeah. So they've literally just copied yeah. and pasted them behind the head.
0: That is exactly what they've done. Yeah. It is <laughs> yep. It is a camel yeah. is a horse drawn by a committee and this is uh, <laughs> this is you know, it's like yeah, it's like that Melbourne logo from years before, years ago where they what about this? How about we add this in as well? How about we add that? Yeah, on? Somebody's on. drawn a very nice horse uh, hawk head for this, and it, it. I would imagine somebody else has drawn the talons, and somebody else again has drawn the wings, and yeah. then they cobbled them all together in this mismatch. Uh, oh yeah, just a, another bomb side of a logo. Yeah, We're I don't of, get it. Yeah, so so that's um yeah so that's some yeah. of the. The low points. Let now. Let's go to the high sure. point. Um, I must say I didn't mind their 2008 um, clash jumper, or they use it in the preseason. They use it as a clash jumper. Uh, that yeah. one went alright. Uh, the only thing I don't like is this: is just this little section for no reason at all, where the brown fades to white for no reason. Um, apart from that, yeah, uh, that was that was not a bad, um, not a bad. Uh, not a bad jumper. Yeah, they've worn white jumpers. I guess what, 2008 to 2014, they had a white clash jumper. 2015 and 16, they had the, um, yeah. <laughs> you know, the Power Ranger. 2017, they had, you know, a nice clean uh, jumper. It was a white with a heritage monogram. That looked perfectly fine. No, let's put that in the bin and let's move on to nothing. And so yeah, bizarre. I guess and then they've also had a brown jumper with gold stripes, which is a dark jumper, which they would then wear as a clash with white shorts. And it just made no sense. Just the brown jumpers with gold stripes made no sense at all. So but yeah, the so we've touched on, you know, some of the worst jumpers of all time. But if that power ranger is not the worst jumper of all. Then what we'll next go to is oh, the pre-season shocking. jumpers of the Hawthorne Football Club.
1: That um, are Hawthorne Power Range jumper reminds me of the what well, that the the Bulldogs did that Thor one when we got the Marvel Stadium.
0: Well, that's also in the conversation, isn't it? That worst it, jumper of all time. It's, it's is a very that,
1: similar strain, isn't it?
0: It it sort of is, yeah. It's um I mean that's kids Halloween dress up. Yeah put together you know as a footy jumper. Um, this is well I don't know what this is. Some European graphic designer has come up with it as something very different for Adidas to have for their soccer jump soccer jerseys. And and it's ended up as a Hawthorne clash jumper. Um, <laughs> crazy time. So but yeah. Uh, yeah so we just talked about um pre-season. And the Hawks, in 1995, the Hawks debuted a navy blue jumper with brown and gold diamonds, which is still widely regarded as one of the worst jumpers of all time. And so they've they've been selling them at the club recently uh, just for whatever you call it, shock value. You know, um, I guess some people love it because it's so bad. But uh, yeah. yeah, so that was the that was the start of Hawthorne trying to adopt navy blue as a colour, so effectively so that they could use it for merchandise, because they were finding that in the nineties brown and gold wasn't all that trendy and cool. Mm. So and merchandise uh, AFL merchandise was really starting to take off. So they tried to adopt navy blue. They did it with a Brisbane Broncos rugby jumper template. Um, yeah. I mean, it was effectively the Brisbane Broncos rugby jumper, but in navy blue instead of white and brown instead of maroon. Ugh. Not good. Not good. <laughs> no. no, not good no. at all. So, but uh, they also went with the T-shirt in 2000 and 2001, which they had a game at, Docklands—I forget what it was called at the time—but Docklands, and uh, they had a game at Docklands where they ended up having to take them off at half time. I mean, it was summer, you know; it's it's a pre-season competition, but they were wearing these t-shirts and they were just boiling, and oh, yeah. so they ended up swapping out of their jumpers at half time of the pre-season game.
1: Looks like a uh, Gaelic League jumper.
0: Gaelic, yeah, maybe. Yeah,
1: yeah you can see that a bit.
0: Mm. Well, they they kept the design, but they wore it in a footy jumper for the next couple of seasons in the preseason yeah. as
1: well. So, yeah. I mean, I, I guess I didn't in sleepless, I don't mind. Yeah, yeah, that's not too bad at all. I mean, you know, you you could definitely get away with that for an away or a clash or something. Exactly.
0: Yeah, gather round. That's what yeah, you, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think but that's yeah, where the AFL's. nothing tops the ninety-five.
0: You know. Oh, great. that is yeah it. Look, it um, looks
1: like that should be a top file lap.
0: <laughs> that funny you should say that, but uh, Shane Crawford, who was a captain of the club, adopted yeah. those as his horse racing colours: navy really? blue, brown, and gold diamonds. It yeah, was <laughs> actually true. So
1: there you go. Yeah. He meant for it, he knew.
0: <laughs> yeah. So that was. Uh, so that was. Yeah. That one. I mean, even the. The 96 preseason jumper where they've got Hawks written across. um, Yeah, that's very 90s, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. It's, yeah, very dated. And, um, I mean, it probably wasn't as bad at the time as what it looks like to me now. It's just like, oh, why why would you do that? Yeah. We know they're the Hawks. We we know who they are. You don't need to write Hawks right across the front of it. But anyway, they (laughs) did. So,
1: yeah, so that was that. Um, so that's, yeah. And then what are the promotional jumpers? Because oh, I know there's and, one that I just, definitely want to get straight into coming. as well. I think yeah. it's probably a good segue to keep segueing between these horrific look, jumpers and yeah. the 2010, 2012 Kokoda jumper. Yeah,
0: look, it's, you know, at the end of this podcast, we are going to say what are our, our favourite jumpers and what are – our least favourite jumpers, and they've really set a task.
1: Yeah, they have. Particularly
0: on the last one, because the idea of honouring people um, uh, at Kokoda with a camouflage, you know what it reminds me of, where I saw this once where they talk about the difference between um, the way the British people do Remembrance Day is they wear a poppy on their soccer jersey. They wear one red poppy. And that's their mm. Remembrance Day jersey. And then what the Americans do on their Remembrance Day, Memorial Day, what they'll do is they'll wear everything in camouflage, and you know t- different camouflage numbers, and they'll have. And it's like this completely over the top thing yeah. compared to one red poppy that is the way the army say to to do it. But yeah, anyway. Kokoda mm. jumpers of twenty ten to twenty twelve. That's what they say to me. They're just over the top. Too many ideas all rolling into one. You know, yeah. you know what we should do. We should do it in camouflage. Yeah, that's that's gonna <laughs>
1: stand out. It just. On the, on the, I just don't get. I don't get why we need to be using camouflage to for. Any on a footy ground.
0: I mean, the it's idea is you just, want to
1: find your teammate. Surely, yeah. surely
0: that's going to make it more difficult.
1: <laughs> I. It, I would do wonder if they think if we don't use camouflage, will people know we're not talk, We're talking about remembrance. <laughs> how, how else will they associate what we're trying to do here? Yeah, well, in, I do camouflage. Yeah,
0: it wasn't necessarily an Anzac thing. It was yeah. the fact that the Hawthorne team had gone on the Kokoda track,
1: yeah, and right. yeah,
0: you know, they'd done the the whole Kokoda track together. Mm, mm. So it was sort of honouring each other themselves as much as the people that were on Kokoda, you know, during World War Two.
1: Well, yeah,
0: yeah. You know, I mean, they I guess they're, they they are honouring them by going on the trek, but you know, they were doing it for themselves as a team building exercise, and then then they were in camouflage. So they well, not, they didn't fight in World War Two. They yeah. did, did <laughs> the trek, you know, in Adidas runners and singlets yeah, and stuff. That's right. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they didn't have Japanese folks pointing guns at them. They had Alistair yeah. Clarkson shouting at them, yeah. It may or may not be
1: worse. I'm not sure. But oh, well, yeah, yeah it depends who you are in the club, I guess. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, yeah, it's not a not a look at all. But there's what else is in there? Well, the well,
0: keep going, keep going, because then now breast cancer awareness is you know is a wonderful charity. Yeah. Um,
1: I think that one's all right. You can get behind, I think, because the one-off for that, at least it's direct and straight to what the cause is and what people typically do for it.
0: That is true. Um, And, yeah, yeah, I'll agree that it is a a good cause. Uh, There's possibly other ways of doing it that still would have raised the same amount of money. Uh, I don't think a hot pink jumper necessarily says...
1: Yeah. Anything that is true. I can see I can else. see the idea though. I think that a whole the primary hot pink jumper is probably going to sell pretty good at the time. So therefore that's more funding you could make an argument.
0: I think statistics would show that they're more likely to sell those jumpers to collectors if they win than if they lose. And yeah. and the design of the jumper bears very little um, impact on the saleability of the jumper. It's really about who we played, did we beat them, how much do we beat them by, and this is the jumper we were wearing when we beat them.
1: <laughs> Funny to think that, isn't it, with some of these charity jumpers and that too? <laughs> well, yeah, and, you know, and in some respects, that's why
0: they're walking away from them. I mean, that's a little bit cynical, but they're... Well you know, some clubs are just designed, designed collar, to right?
1: Or like one collar sorry um cuff
0: Yeah Essendon do that yeah and it's, someone it's, else it's Carlton jumper. Uh well no oh yeah Carlton do orange for domestic Heck. violence awareness yeah that's right
1: Yeah
0: uh so yeah exactly so it's just something simple something understated
1: and yeah. retains and think,
0: the look of their jumper
1: That's right The um I, I,
0: I think they played in the
1: strain of that going back to that army and Kokoda. I know I'm yeah. sort of skipping ahead a bit, but the 23 Anzac round jumper, I think, is another one that stands out to me. Well, here's well, 20 in 21,
0: they started with an Anzac jumper, there was a brown and gold striped jumper with an Anzac logo on it. Yeah, nice. Okay,
1: it's
0: so a good, yep. yep. Then the next year, well, they didn't just have the ANZAC logo; they had mm. a soldier, which I think is the soldier from the ANZAC Bridge, on uh, in Sydney. There's a there's a bridge in to the western yeah. suburbs with that with what well, I'm sure it's that soldier. Well, so they sort of cut off one of their stripes, and they had the soldier standing on one of their stripes on the the next one. Yeah,
1: yeah in and the then middle.
0: this year that soldier was one of their stripes, you know, instead yeah. of one of their stripes. And it's like, it's just, I don't know, it, I don't see how that pays any more respect and yet looks.
1: Yeah, it, it's an interesting sort of study, isn't it? Because they've done, they've quite literally in, what, three three iterations gone from. The first of you know, paying paying the respect and just a little logo on the jumper. Yeah, to yeah. then they've cut out half of the original stripe, replaced it with just a little <laughs> logo, and then yeah. replaced the whole stripe in the middle with a whole graphic image of the soldier. Yeah. It just you do. I just don't understand. Really. Like, well, what, what do we do next? What's next year then? Where does <laughs> yeah? <laughs> we've already exactly. removed the stripe. What, what are we going to do with the other it's, two? It's
0: just going to be the soldier. It's a gold jumper <laughs> with a with that soldier standing. Um, you know, to attention. Now, the first time they wore those jumpers, they beat Adelaide by three points in a thriller in Tasmania. The next time, they lost to Sydney uh, again in Tasmania, but they got flogged by Sydney. And then this year, uh, that, I'm going to have to look it up because I don't have all of the... Oh, there we go they got beaten by Adelaide in Tasmania.
1: Guarantee
0: mm. they sold more of the first, the 2021 jumpers, guarantee they got more money for those from the game they won than the two that they lost, 22 and 23.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine.
0: So yeah, yeah. the design means very little, but I, I don't see how that pays um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, to me, it's just over the top, and well, yeah, Americanized is the only way I'll explain. Yeah,
1: um, I mean that's yeah, you know, it's always been a thing American too with the the hot pink breast cancer. Just kind of everything gets hot pink. Oh well, yeah, yeah, that's right. NFL yeah, the NFL they have those that, rounds.
0: Uh, yeah, the NFL do that. So
1: yeah,
0: um, and um, yeah, good cause and all that. But uh, yeah, I didn't like it because. It it just didn't even look like a Hawthorne jumper. And, it's, and does it pay any more respect to do something understated than it does to get something hot pink that you know, makes you wonder who they are?
1: Yeah, just spray the whole ground pink.
0: There you go. Why not? Yeah, <laughs> Actually, they did so, have the field of women where they had all these people coming out and do the, the field like oh, that. So oh, yeah, I do remember that. They, they um, were in pink. They made the logo of the lady. From uh, that was a Melbourne yeah, thing yeah, though, yeah, yeah.
1: but um yeah, that's right. yeah so well, so that's a right. thing. I think maybe on wrapping up, we'll pick the favourite and least favourite, which will obviously be quite a challenge. Um, it, it really is. It's tough. So um, if if you want to my, think, I could go with mine. Yeah, but yeah, do yours because I'm all right. Go. There's a lot of debating. So my yeah. favorite I'll take the twenty seventeen away jumper, which is a white clash with the heritage monogram very good. in yep. the center.
0: Yeah. Quite like that. Yeah. I wish they kept that around. Would, I
1: can I can yeah. see it this this fitting in very nicely these days as their away jumper. Yeah. And especially next to their, their home. And then Lee's favorite, I mean Yeah. I'm gonna go twenty ten kokoda jumper though i hate the look Fair of plain. camo and i hate it's also we didn't even mention on one of the side panels it's got the gradient as well that's yellow right. to brown yeah, yeah. which is one of those things hate. gradient yeah. in general <laughs> and yeah so yeah. it's it's just made it look worse and then yeah <laughs> not a fan of that one whatsoever dog's so that's, breakfast. that's my least yeah. favorite yeah absolute about dog's
0: you? breakfast all right so my favorite one which we touched on earlier is The 2002 pre-season jumper, that's not the one that originally started with sleeves and then they used the design on a footy jumper. And I really thought that would have been a great jumper to have. It sort of paid a little bit of um, not respect, but homage to the original designs, the sort of brown with a gold V and yet gold with a brown V at the same time in there. There was a little bit of that going on. And uh, so really nice I, I like that design. Um, I like the way it goes into a triangle at the back.
1: Um,
0: yeah, so
1: that yeah, one. I think, I think that's one of the best bits of it is the back of the jumper. I find that a lot of these clubs feels like the back of the jumper is an afterthought of an afterthought. Yeah, it afterthought. really is, yeah. And this yeah. one seems very clean in regards to the way it's done, yeah, the way it, it sits on the front and then offsets the back.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's very good. And my least favourite, for a number of reasons, but my least favourite is the 2015 Clash Jumper, the Power Ranger. Just yeah, for I everything that's that one wrong with footy. Thanks very much. It was was very decent of you. It's got everything I hate. It's I'm an Adidas. It. It's an Adidas design. Not even in Hawthorne colours. It's in. Yeah. It's in one of Hawthorne's colours. <laughs> Another colour. It's a. It's an Adidas soccer template.
1: It looks like when just uh, from like music back in like mid two thousand. You have the visualizers going when you have playing a song.
0: Rodeo, yeah. And it
1: looks kind of like a visualizer about to visualize.
0: Maybe that's yeah. Okay, just, I'll I go with that. just have
1: no idea what it is. It's shocking, but trash. Um, so it's just the, the funny thing with that jumper, as well, in its context, is the two the jumper before and the jumper after it, as well. So it's just brown, brown with gold stripes. Then they had yeah. that, and then brown with gold stripes. It's just, probably oh, they
0: wore them. I think they wore them at the same time. The brown with the gold stripes was their clash, Was their away jumper,
1: uh, yes. Yeah, so, I mean, in um, regards to just didn't, the other jumpers that they were wearing. It just seems oh, like out of saying, nowhere, yeah, it looks, yeah, like, no, it looks like it wasn't like, yeah, right. focused, it wasn't planned yeah, because yeah. The, beforehand they were going with a certain, certain direction and then afterwards they went back to that direction and then in the middle there was just this.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and in a callback to something that we talked about earlier, you know, it's one of those things where some marketing guy probably from Sydney with a ponytail says, we've tested this with the kids, they'll love it. And, you know, universally everybody hated it. The only (laughs) reason people like it is because, you know, they want to be controversial and and be the guy that likes something that everybody else hates.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's probably good for this episode of Hawthorne. That was the Hawks. That's their Hawks. (laughs) The old brown and golds. Well, they got there eventually. And then... Yeah, so that's the Hawthorne Hawks. And any other points for yourself, Rob? Oh, I to think we're up. done.
0: No, we've had enough of them. Yeah. <laughs> like
1: they've we'll been call, a good side yeah. for a
0: long time and, you know, we're sick of them. So <laughs> good on them.
1: All right. Well, <laughs> thanks for listening to this podcast and we'll catch you on yeah. the next episode.
0: All right. Thanks, everyone. Thanks. See you next time. Bye. See ya.